listening to another After Dinner Disney with me, Hannah. And me, Scott. Good um, evening. Yeah, good evening. Uh, we are Charlton's Do Disney. Uh, thank you for listening again. Um, it is December now, and you just celebrated a birthday. I did. You did. It was your birthday this weekend. Number 42. 42, indeed. You're an old man now. No, I'm not an old man yet. But you got the beard and everything. Young people have a beard, especially nowadays. That's yeah, true. Like, all the kids have beards now. <laughs> They're all losing the beards now, aren't they? Is that thing gone, is that gone yeah, by? Yeah, but I, I had beards before beards were cool. You did? How long have you had your beard now? But I've always had a beard on and off, like, in some way, shape or form. Well, oh, look, it was your birthday yesterday. Yeah. And I shared a post online on Instagram and um, put a selection of photos of you at Disney and things at various times. And there is one photo of you from 2012. But I shaved it for that holiday. You didn't have a beard. I shaved it for that holiday. And I'll tell you why. is because I knew getting into the States can sometimes be a bit of a pain in the back <laughs> side. So I shaved it to match my passport photo. <laughs> Yeah. I thought you did it because you thought it was going to be well, uncomfortable you know how in the heat. Think, like, like, especially around that time, like, think getting to the States and that kind of thing was a bit dodgy. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I thought having a beard might not have been the well, best. Well, it was your first time and we didn't know kind of how that was going to go. But yeah, so that was it. So I, I, I went I went beardless for like one holiday. And then I, I actually remember the following holiday, the beard was back and the, was the, back. Guy, the guy at Passport Control did spend quite some time looking at the passport and you and back and you and passport and everything just to check. Because you, you do look dramatically different. There was another holiday. Well, I don't know if it was that one or the one after, but I, it was it was super, super long, my beard. And I had um, the hair that I had as well. It was like this. I looked the same. I can't remember his name now, but there's a baseball player. I can't remember his name. But uh, in security... Going through, they were all saying, "Are you or you look?" Oh, I'd like, forgotten yeah. all about that, but yeah, I remember now. I think that was 2015. That was four years ago. Yeah, so I was a bit of a lookalike for whoever that dude is that plays baseball. Come and you had you had really long hair and you had a really long beard. Is that not completely uncomfortable in the full-on humidity of Florida in August? No, laws of thermodynamics. Or something. That sounds like science. I can't even understand. Yeah. No, it traps cool air. Keeps you cool. Is that, is that, is that that's a thing? Fact. Science. That's why cavemen never sweated. They were like Prince Andrew. Are you that old that you <laughs> that you uh, you know that? You were around then. Well, oh, no, I, you're only 42. I, I, I watch Discovery Channel. and that, You do watch a lot of Discovery Channel. tells me Channel. everything I need to know about life. That's very true. Um, well, I, It um, is the best channel. That and History Channel. Anything that has like ancient aliens or people digging holes to find treasure. Yeah, I, outside of watching the Formula One, you do only watch the History Channel and the Discovery Channel. Yeah, it's amazing. Learn everything. Fact. Yeah. I know all about Romans, sharks, ancient, ancient Britain. I don't watch anything to do with the Nazis, though. No, sharks and Nazis. I don't do sharks and Nazis. <laughs> That's what you could get on Discovery Channel back in the day. When well, you first got Sky, like like 15 years ago, it was only sharks and Nazis. What was it's that not, about? It's now, but now it's all ancient Egypt, gold like digging and treasure hunting of some other kind. That's it. Oh, and there's some like survival stuff as and well. And there's so like. many like alien, ancient alien UFO, and all those dudes on ancient aliens. All they must all go to the same barber. They don't have the same haircut, but all of their haircuts are equally as weird as, as each bad. other. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you know what? We spoke about this the other day. What really bugs me about those shows is I like watching them, but they use like a green screen, but the backgrounds, instead of putting in cool backgrounds, the backgrounds are of empty offices. They're like weird stock images. But like, why empty offices? I don't know. I mean, even if, like, it is really I don't weird. get why an office anyway. Like, they could put like a backdrop of like an old weird cave painting or hieroglyphics or something. But an empty, like if you're going to have an office, at least have one with people in it. Yeah, and an if, empty office, it's like they're the cleaner. <laughs> they're interviewing the cleaner. Everyone's gone home. Nobody wants to listen to this guy talk about aliens. It's like the, oh, the, the cleaner's got a theory about aliens. <laughs> Sit him down. The funny thing is, once you've noticed these really weird backdrops, it can't be unseen. Seriously, go watch Ancient Aliens and whenever they interview all those different weird people that claim to know stuff... Um, the backdrops are just empty offices. They are. It's bizarre. Weird. It's bizarre. Weird. Um, back to the post about your birthday. Um, I had lots and lots of people wish you a happy birthday yesterday, which was really, really but lovely. But no one came round. No one came Actually, no. One or two people did say they were on their way round uh, with pizza and beer. They, they didn't. They didn't actually come because, thankfully, we haven't given our address out and that's not going to happen. But the Papa John's man came round with pizza. Papa John's came round. Yeah. That was, was nice. It, actually, it was a woman. Oh, yeah, it was a woman delivery person. It was a young person. woman, yeah. yeah. Um, we did nothing but eat total junk yesterday. Yeah. It started with a McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. On the way to get our Christmas tree. Well, we got our Christmas tree. So that we was, did that get was our Christmas cool. tree and that was really cool. I'm sat next to it right now. Yeah. It's... And then I, I think I had chocolate for lunch and pizza for dinner. Effort. It was, yeah. Well, look, thank you to all the like people that said stuff on the interweb and yeah, what, whatever. Yeah, it was really um, nice. Our email address is email at charltonsdodisney.com. Yeah, so if you want to ever ask us a specific question... Or like, wish me happy birthday direct, because you essentially just wished Hannah happy birthday. I didn't, I didn't see any of it. <laughs> didn't see any of it. But, yeah. but thank you anyway. So the email address, email at charltonsdodisney.com, is that right? Email at... Charlton's do Disney dog. Essentially, it's what it says on the tin. Yeah, it really, really is. It's it's email. But it's us. the one way for I'll anyone see it. I will see it. to get in touch with you. Yeah. So um do you know what? Whether whether it's something for the podcast, you've got a suggestion for a video. I just want to chat. You just want to chat or Talk you just want to annoy Scott. Stuff. Yeah. Then please I would send annoy you them back. an email. Just saying. Wow, there's a helicopter going over at the moment. I don't know if that's going to be picked up, but I think it's on its way out. That's all right. Yeah. It's a Chinook. It's cool. It's a Chinook. Yeah, get a lot of helicopters here. Well, I do need to say a special thank you to Dawn, Andy and Alba. For your card. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for my card. I gave it a shake first, but there was no money in it. <laughs> None at all. Do you remember you used to sellotape pound coins in cards? I, I never when did. When we were kids. When, when you were kids, what your grandma them. did. Yeah. Not mine, but your kids used to get it, and then um, yeah, pan coins sellotape the card. Yeah. Imagine if you did that nowadays, kids would be like, "What? Uh, What's not this? enough money." What's this? Can't they want get... to. They want at least a you know twenty quid gift card of some description. Yeah, but no. But yeah. But yeah, so thank you, um, Dawn, Andy, and Elba. That's really appreciated. And again, likewise to everyone who took the time to type letters in on their phone sickle and um, message Hannah. Yeah. Appreciated. It's like having two it's birthdays. It's like you have two birthdays. Me. I know, it's great, isn't it? Well, well, that's another birthday for you for for another year, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's gone now. It's done, and, and that's the thing. You have a birthday in December, and as soon as it's done, Christmas. straight back to Christmas. It is. Yeah. I've just stepped into it. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, do you know, I was thinking about what to talk about this evening, and at first... Disney? 
Well, definitely Disney. Well, oh, definitely. Obviously. We might not. We might. It's not called after Disney, Disney and it's not going to be about Disney. We, we might do when it's not Disney. Or we just pretend we start it off. Do you know, I loosely. have thought about that. I have thought about occasionally throwing in an episode where we talk about something completely different. And that would be fun to know if any of you guys would just like to know our opinions or Can we do one about Parks and, Recre- about Parks and Recreation? Because Ron Swanson is my, my hero. We could. We could or The do. Big Lebowski. Oh gosh, no one wants to know The dude is my hero as well. Ron Swanson and the dude. But we we could do one about personal heroes. We could do one about stories from growing up. We could do, you know. One about Metallica? No. Harley Davidson? No. Oh, come on, that'd be amazing. No. That's a cool tattoo to get all of those four things. Ron Swanson, the dude, Metallica and Harley Davidson in one big tattoo. I thought your ultimate tattoo was going to be a group of... Walt Disney, James Hetfield and Ron Swanson. Yeah, a group of three portraits. Yeah. Yeah. Walt Disney, James Hetfield, the singer of Metallica, yeah. and Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. All men with facial hair. Yeah. In, yeah. There you go, see. There you go. That's a sign. They should have that on, on Ancient Aliens as a sign. Of what? I don't know. Sign of a higher intelligence or something <laughs> from another planet. They have to look for aliens with facial hair. Say so you spot us. Us? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Um... Anyway, back to me thinking what we might talk about this evening. Yeah, go on. Um, at first, I thought I actually might go kind of back and do a, a, a Disney news podcast. You know, like we used to Oh, no, I got interrupted as well. Oh, oh, okay. Got a, another a present that I got for my birthday. From? From, from your mum. Oh, yeah. Um, was She got me something from the States, um, and it is... The it, I think it was a special anniversary edition, but yeah. The, by the way, my mum totally upstaged me in terms of what she got Scott for his birthday. You didn't get me anything for my birthday. We're not doing birthdays this year, and mum. I did you. A birthday. I know, mum. I know you listen every week, and and I'm I'm not having a go. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. You've done me a favour because he feels like he really got something now. But yeah, you, that's because you, did you win. didn't get me anything. I got you an advent calendar. And I got you a Disney pin, and you weren't expecting anything at all. Wow. Anyway, um, everyone gets an advent calendar on the 1st of December, just because it's my birthday. That's you, a got, you got a fancy one. Ooh, I bet you got it on discount somewhere. No. Rubbish. <laughs> but what I got was um, the some Haunted Mansion bookends. They are awesome. And they are amazing. You need to take a picture and put it I on do, the... I haven't done that yet. Insta I will picture. take a photo, and I will put it up on Instagram... Um, it'll probably be on Instagram before anybody even hears this. But Does anyone even hear this? I don't think anyone listens. Some people listen. Do they? Yeah, some people do. Um, and if you do listen Whoever and you, you do are, love hello. it... Yeah, hi. Just one of you, two and, of you. And just tell your friends about this because it'd be nice for more people to listen. But that's what I've got. So take a picture, put it on the the, the Twitter sphere thing. They are really, really cool. And awesome. we have... Picked some nice, cool-looking old books to put between them. I picked, you didn't and, pick. Uh, yeah, no, you did pick them. And they are up on the side in front of our... With all our other friend. Haunted Mansion stuff. Yeah. And a little bit of Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, Just I think... Just because it goes together. I think that collection of Haunted Mansion stuff will continue to grow. Yeah. We've already got our eyes on other things I want to the bust, pick up next time. The, um, yeah. the busts, yeah, I'd like to get the set of busts. Anyway. I'd like to get that... Um, that... Madame Leota, is it like a a jewelry box or a keepsake box or something? Yeah, that's really cool. And the horn, the um, headless horseman jar, but we spoke about that already last year, last year, last week. Yeah. Last birthday year, 
Last birthday year. Yeah, I we're, see in, we're in a new birthday year now. It's like 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 the Chinese New Year. Okay, so if I now try and talk about... Oh, shut up, man. Carry on. I'm going to have a drink. I've got think... some Pepsi Max. So okay. You, you, you... Fill your boots. Yeah, not sponsored. Um, I right. don't want to be sponsored by Pepsi. Would you not? No, Coca-Cola. I don't like Pepsi. I don't like Pepsi. Well, why are you drinking the Pepsi? Because it's what you bought. It is what I bought. It's rubbish. Okay. Anyway, carry on. Okay. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. What we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, Disney News was going to go and, and, and do like old style Disney news type of podcast um, but I had a look and it's been quite a slow week for Disney news so as hard as I could have tried I don't think I would have been able to pull anything together is it because Disney did want to upstage the trackers is that what it was oh the trackers had their baby and that's enough about that we don't talk about babies it was really sweet. No, no more baby stuff, unless it's about Baby Yoda. If that baby had been born on your birthday, it was born two days before your birthday, and if it had been born on your birthday, honestly, you would have dedicated a good five minutes they to They should have called that. their kid Yoda because of Baby Yoda on The Mandalorian. They should have called it Yoda, just to tie in with when it was born. Well, they called their baby Jackson. They should have called it Yoda, or it ja- at least him. Jackson Yoda. I don't talk about babies. Okay, we'll stop Let's that. Let's move anyway, on. Um, so slow unless it's a Baby Yoda. <laughs> Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that either because there's lots and lots of people that haven't seen The Mandalorian yeah. and they don't want things spoiled. Um, so, yeah. Slow week for Disney news. However, just looking ever so slightly ahead, there is one news thing worth talking about and that's that the Rise of the Resistance ride, ride attraction is going to be opening in the coming week. Yeah. And you know what? What? Uh, I feel quite bad saying this. I'm kind of apprehensive about it, and I'm really worried that it's going to be a bit anticlimactic. I I don't think it'll be anticlimactic. I just think it will break down a lot. Oh yeah, I am worried about that. I There's think been be a lot of rumours about it breaking down a lot in testing. I think it'll be one of those rides, like like if it was in Paris, I wouldn't even queue up for it. <laughs> like it would be worse than Crush's Coaster. Yeah, it probably would. But I think no, look, I think it will be good, and it will be good because well, look, it depends who you are, right? Yeah. If you're someone who likes a physical ride, so like Hagrid's at Universal, then you might be disappointed. Because oh, you mean like a kind of thrill attraction? Yeah, because essentially it's it's Ratatouille in Star Wars, right? Yeah, but it's Ratatouille, apparently, with an ending that's a bit like Tower of Terror. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a very big drop. But anyway, but it's a bit like Ratatouille, so it's that whole trackless thing. But I don't think it's about the, the ride, it's about the immersion. And I think if you're a Star Wars fan, that, like... You take, um, uh, oh, what's the Falcon ride? I forget his name. Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. The ride, the actual ride, is like the worst bit of Smuggler's Run. It, like the yeah. best, the best bit is the queue. Then, like getting the best bit the, is the get, end like, of the queue when you're stood waiting in that room. No, in the no that's not the best bit. Oh, and, it is for so me. So the best, the, the actual best bit is when you got like like five minutes just to mince about the 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 Falcon. That's what I mean. No, you said the end of the ride. I'm like the beginning oh, of the I meant, ride. Sorry, I meant the end of the queue. Yeah, that yeah. bit when you're in the actual room yeah. with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that bit's the best bit. So you're in the Falcon and you can just hang around and explore it. They should have just built a walk through Falcon like um, the Nautilus in Paris. Yeah, it, it would just be packed the entire... It just wouldn't work. It well, wouldn't work. People would be just hanging around there all day. I don't care. They should have... Well, they could have had lots of them. Like you have... You walk in one... Up one ramp of the Falcon. Uh-huh. But... All routes go to the same kind of... Yeah, I don't... Any, anyway, been. but that is the best bit of the ride because it's about 
the theme and the immersion. If you're a Star Wars fan, See, to be on the Falcon and to look at bits that you've seen in the movie is cool. The actual Star Wars bit of Smuggler's Run, yeah, it's all right. It is just kind of But okay. like sitting in the cockpit was more important to me than being on a ride. Yeah. I would just sit, they could turn the screens off or just have like a bit of a star background and just let me sit there for five minutes. So Probably what you're saying then is that you are hoping that that whole immersion, that kind of being in, in that place you've seen in the movies and imagined yourself being and just being there and experiencing it, you're hoping that's kind of what people are going to take away from Rise of the Resistance? I do, but I think the only, the challenge is, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I don't think that this has maybe been thought about as much, is that although um, Galaxy's Edge is based in the here and now in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. the Falcon has been kind of prevalent in the entire movie like franchise. Yeah. So the Millennium Falcon is Star Wars, right? Absolutely. But the, the, the new ride, which is called... Rise of the Resistance. Is, by its very nature, recent. So you've not got, like, like 42 years of investment, because it came out on my birthday, when I was born. Yeah, like not on junior. your birthday. The year of your the birth. The year of my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Very close to my birthday. Okay. But, you know, you've got 42 years of investment in seeing the Millennium Falcon and that franchise. where So to, to have that ride and that experience is cool. But Rise of the Resistance is a recent film. It you know, is the, recent. The, 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 the theming. But there like. will be, thankfully, there will be elements of, of things. There's AT-80s, there's Stormtroopers. Yeah, but, there, but there's it's droids. the recent Stormtroopers. It's not... I know, but they're still close enough. It, well, no, but it would be cool. Don't you, I'm saying it's cool. I'm saying it will be cool. Yeah. Right? But it won't be as cool because you've not got all the investment. You are seeing just a recent thing. Do you think... Yeah. When it opens, it will have longer wait times than Smuggler's Run did. Yeah. I kind of do as well. Uh, but also, it's a longer ride. Yeah, well, it's meant to be like 30 minutes. And, and end, also, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's going to go like Ratatouille as well, where there's lots of multiple cars like, almost behind each other and doing like things as. You know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Well, I'm guessing I, because I... it's not that because of the, the scale. Because you, when you built what they built it, you saw the actual steel framework for the AT-ATs. Mm. So there's only two AT-ATs. They can't duplicate that. So that scene, whatever scene they're in, is only going to be seen. Like there's not multiple of them, so you can't have parallel rides running. Oh, you mean like with Ratatouille, it has like. The same section for each car, and you go into your own section, see that part, and, and then, then you come, come back out together, together, and you yeah. go off. Yeah, so so it might do that, but because of that, it's not like Smuggler's Run, where you know they've I don't know how many screens that they've got for Smuggler's Run. Yeah, I don't actually know that. Um, but so it won't be like that. It will be a very linear kind of thing. So it will be like Ratatouille, um, but the ride is super long, right? And I don't know what they've got for the pre, like ride stuff, and I know it's all like quite epic. Either way, and if you actually, if you look at the queuing system, uh-huh. like the outside queuing space that they built for it is massive. I know, which is kind of surprising. Again. Well, or is it going to be like um, Flight of Passage, which has a huge outdoor section of its queue? But I guess that outdoor section has been full yeah, when the queue's been really long. And it's got a massive indoor section as well, Flight of Passage. I know. It's crazy. It's just a stupidly long queue. It is a, it's like a really, really long walk to get on that ride. <laughs> but yeah, that opens this week and um, I am looking forward. I'm looking forward 
to hearing what people have to say about it. I will probably avoid watching any secretly filmed video because someone's going to be dumb enough to do that and put it on YouTube. And we're going to be there in, you know, a matter of months. So There's no way you're going to avoid it between now and August. I'm not going to watch a ride-through version on YouTube, though. I, I will hear about what the ride entails, and that's fine. But I, I, I want to try and keep as much for, you know... For you when will. I actually get there. I, I tell you now, you will watch a, a writer. I really don't want because to. Because you won't understand people's opinions or comments on it without actually seeing it for yourself. And oh. you'll be you'll get so frustrated that you'll end up doing it. Mm, I really hope not. You will. No. Well, you hope not. You're in control of it, but you will. Um, before we move on to the actual subject of this, this evening's podcast, there's Is one tiny... Ti- that's, not the, that's not the subject. There's one tiny, tiny, tiny rumour that um, I have been sitting on for a few days now because I knew I wanted to share it with you in the podcast. And I, I think you're going to be upset. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to be upset. Now, it's just a rumour. I have heard this uh, particular rumour on a Facebook group in a couple of different places. Is it nothing to do with John Favreau replacing Kathleen Kennedy? No, 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 no. Because that not... will be epic. Yeah, that's that's that. we'll save that for another one. I love one. John Favreau. That's something we've been talking about a lot this week. Anyway. John Favreau's a genius, but carry on. Um, yeah, so I saw one particular post on Facebook where someone said, okay, this has definitely happened, it's just started, and then multiple people underneath commented saying, yes, I've also been told this firsthand, blah, blah, blah. So it seemed, although it's still at the rumour level and I haven't seen anything on what any official it? outlet, <laughs> I'm really building this up, I? it seems to be true. Right. Are you ready? Is this going to ruin something for me? Yes. You're going to do this at the start of the podcast? Okay. Yeah. This could like put a whole damp oh, on this, the uh, Now I've really built up. It feels like it might fall a bit flat. But anyway, Ghirardelli yeah. is no longer accepting snack credits for chocolate. Uh. What? I thought you'd be gutted. No, because I found that, that they take snack credits for what is originals now. And that that is superior to the chocolate? I'm devastated. Right. If you live in Florida, I would be devastated. All right. But trying to lug around like Ghirardelli, right, in Florida for a couple of weeks or even just a few days, even just a few hours, that stuff melts. It melts. It does melt. Right? And yeah, we did have some issues with melting. <laughs> so, you know, no, I'm not bothered. Oh, I've, I'm so bothered because I love Ghirardelli chocolate and you can't get it over here in the UK. I mean, you could go on Amazon and you can pay an absolutely extortionate amount for a tiny bag of chocolate if you really, really wanted to. No, but I'm being able to exchange those snap credits for that chocolate no, is so no, I'm quite good. happy going into Goofy's sweet shop and um, Werther's Originals in Germany. i got to say, actually, some of those Werther's Originals that Amazing. we picked up were really, really the good. Soft ones it's that, the soft ones and the filled soft ones. caramel apple one yeah. was amazeballs. The chocolate one and the vanilla cream one. Yeah, they're way better than Ghirardelli, yeah. No, Werther's Originals not even that bothered. and Goofy. No. Oh my gosh, like just totally care. regret saving don't that piece care. of information. I don't like melted chocolate. Melted chocolate is horrible. Because oh. like, it's not like tempered or something. I'm a bit addicted to chocolate, so that's my well, problem. Um, anyway, so to the subject of tonight's podcast. I think we're already over 20 minutes. Goodness me. Right. I just realised. What? <laughs> you can get Haribo in the Germany shop. Is that snack credit? Because that's like my favourite thing. I've only just realised that on the other side, so you've got Werther's Originals in like the bakery bit, but on the other side, you've got... There is a Haribo. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, it'll be a real 
cost-wise, waste of a snack credit, but something that costs like 90p over here. Yeah, but you can get types of Haribo there. That you don't get here. That you don't get Well, well no, we can now. Uh, because we can now. At Clark's Village, um, we now have... Haribo store. Haribo store. An yeah. outlet. And you can buy... Like buckets of the stuff, kilos of the massive, stuff. Massive, massive sackful. It's so now, if someone wants to get me a bucket of the snakes, because I love jelly snakes, the big jelly snakes, and a bucket of the giant cola bottles, then I will be your best friend. Those are like both the worst sweets, in my opinion. But they right. Go. Well, you, you again, you are you don't know yourself. Anyway, um, I thought it would be quite cool to dedicate uh, four episodes of the podcast to each of the main parks okay um and just maybe go a little bit in depth in just what we think and feel about the parks okay um so i thought that it would be best to kick off with our favorite park which is obvious epcot epcot absolutely thank god you said epcot um so yeah i thought this evening we would just talk a little bit about epcot and Epcot's a really good one to talk about because there's lots going on there at the moment right now it looks like right just a, I don't know, a few miles from where we live, there's like, I'm going to loosely call it a thing park. It's not a thing park. I don't know what you'd call it. Well, I don't know what you're referring to. Diggerland. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a theme park. Go and, go and Google like Diggerland. It's in Devon. And it's, it's... It's about 30 minutes from here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and, but essentially, that's what Epcot is right now. Yeah, it really it's, is Diggerland. It's, it's Diggerland. <laughs> <laughs> it is... Oh, bless. But it will be so nice. It will be so nice. Um, Why do you think you fell in love with Epcot so much the first time you saw it? Now, the your first time you went there would have been in 2012. And I probably would have really, really bigged it up because Epcot was always my favourite park when I was a kid. Um, But I, I don't I don't remember your initial reaction to it. I think... I, I think... Um, because it's so... Magic Kingdom is something that you, even if you've never been to Disney, you know what Magic Kingdom is. Oh, you, you have know. a kind of realistic. You have a, you have a, a, a something, you know, some kind of concept or idea in your mind of, of what it is. Um, it's based on the fairy tales or the traditional Disney stories. Where Epcot is aimed, I think it's aimed more at adults. Personally, I think it is. I think I think plenty of people um, would agree with that. But I think that. To, to have the, I use the word technology stuff loosely because, you know, obviously it was quite outdated and has been for a while. So mm-hmm. Well, hence all the changes, yeah. yeah. Um, but to have all that stuff and um, the the landscaping and the openness and it, and it feeling so clean and fresh and whatnot, but then World Showcase and having all of the various cultural stuff and food stuffs and and it it's just and it's nice because you walk around it so it's not like um you the, the layout of it works for me because it's you yeah, it's go a very around, different kind of layout to say magic kingdom yeah i mean i i i know in future world you know you can just like go wherever you want yeah i mean you can go wherever you want anywhere that's what i'm saying but the, <laughs> when you go into a showcase you 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 go it's like go, it's like going through IKEA. There's yeah, a, there's a direction the you have to take, and off you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I like that because you kind of know where you are and when you're going to be done. You know, you yeah. know when you're halfway through. You know, where... it's all very open in Epcot, unlike um, Magic Kingdom, which you know it, it relies on 
very heavy theming and transporting you from this land to this land to this land and the idea being that you you can't see the other lands and you know therefore well, that, spoil you the can theming see across of the one the whole you're park. in exactly and i love I, that i like that too and it, it's it's the only park where you can do that and i really yeah, like that. it is it is the only part where you can do that and that's why i guess they have to go to so much trouble with um, making sure the show buildings for the larger attractions like Soarin' and like the Guardians one that's coming up they do such an amazing job of kind of camouflaging it against the sky that, that you know in certain times of the day or certain lights you absolutely can't see it but you know what though I think the other thing as well is is in all of the other parks I feel like I'm in a rush like like I'm having to like walk really quickly to get to a ride or to get to a part of the park or to beat crowds here or to do you know and I and but with Epcot, it's just you're way more relaxed. It's a more relaxing park. Yeah. Like you, you walk slower, you know, and it's just an easier pace. Yeah. Like the most stressful part for me is is Animal Kingdom, because like no matter how many times I, I go there, I've still got no idea how to get from Africa to Asia back to no, the. No, it is very strange. I I still like, have no idea. I, I I swear every year they make new paths. <laughs> It feels like, like it's it. like it you does. know you know in Labyrinth where like she writes the lipstick on the pad on the little oh, and the tiles, brick gets turned and, around and they come up and move the teeth like, oh, and all of that yeah that <laughs> they do that in in Animal Kingdom yes I agree I I I could it not is Labyrinth I, I I think I said this in the latest... Disney needs to make the Labyrinth oh Carry that on. should have been in last week's podcast yeah. but yes um I think I said it in 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 the last vlog that went out because we went to Animal Kingdom. I could not draw a mental map of Animal Kingdom at all. All I know is that Pandora is left of the Tree of Life. I could draw. I could draw like where everything is: where Asia, Africa, Pandora, Dino Land, No Reggae, that kind of stuff is. Right, but I cannot get there when I'm in it. I just don't know anything. Like, Do if you I know- come out of Dinosaur. I don't know if I'm turning left or turning right. I know if I go left, I'm going to get to the front gate. But I don't know... But you can go... That's like a hard left. But you can go like a partial left. But I don't know where I'm going to... I'm going to get... It's, oh, it's there, there was a moment, Anxiety do you remember? attack in Animal Kingdom, just trying to walk. The last time we were there, uh, we were all very, very hot and bothered one day. And um, we decided that we wanted to go to Creature Comforts, which is the Starbucks in Animal Kingdom. Um to get a drink and cool off and make ourselves feel better and um we had no idea where it was and and stupid because we could have just got the phone app out i think we did get the phone app out we were trying to locate it on the map and then that for whatever reason wasn't working and we just had no idea where the starbucks was we knew where it was we just just couldn't get there we just couldn't get there (laughs) it was really stupid so that's that's why epcot's our favorite because we don't get lost you definitely don't get lost in epcot it's funny that you say that it's more of an adult park and and a part of me does agree with you to a certain extent about that but i fell in love with epcot when i was a child and i think that it's a park for certain types of kids not every type of kid is going to fall in love with Epcot. weirdos like me uh, weirdos like me that were really interested in anything slightly futuristic. 
for me, the idea of living in the future or time traveling into the future, I wasn't interested in time. If I could time travel, I wouldn't want to go to the past. I'd always want to go to the future. And now you live in the future. And now I do live in the future. Wow. You know, I was obsessed with the Back to the Future movies, especially Back to the Future 2. They're rubbish. Uh, they, they hold up well, no, I don't. think. I mean, obviously, their version of 2015. We watched it, like, at the weekend. Yeah, we it was Back on TV at the weekend, yeah. Right. And it does not hold up well. It Don't, don't. Don't I love that movie? It doesn't hold a well. Anyway, I I fell in love with it because of that, and yeah, and it will always be special to me. And I and also because it was, and and this is not something I appreciated as a kid. I definitely appreciate this more as an adult. That it was born out of Walt Disney's vision for what a community of the future should be like. Um, I love the fact that originally it was going to be an actual place to live. Sign me up. I would move there tomorrow. Um, and that didn't work out and we ended up with this theme park but I'm, it's a trade-off I'm happy to, but, to live with. So I'm envious of people that live in the area though because I know that, that, that on a weekend mm-hmm. like if, if you had an Epcot here like mm-hmm. just to go and hang out with your mates to go, oh, and, yeah. go, the, go and watch it, it is the perfect place go to and watch go and some of the, the live bands in in the UK Pavilion or Canada or, yeah. or anywhere you know there's, there's live music everywhere but to go and watch the live bands have some food, have some drinks, just hang out. Yeah, I think you you're can right. do that in Epcot, of and you any, can't do of, that in any any other park. Yeah, of any of the parks, it is the one place that, as an adult, you can just go and hang out in. And sure. and the things like the entertainment and stuff, because I know that you have bits and bats in in the other parks, but they are very specific and stylized, where it's just cultural. So you know, you, you and that's yeah. Of course, just way more like that. So, would you say you're more of a future world guy or a world showcase? World guy? showcase, world definitely, showcase. definitely okay. world showcase. That's all I want. I, I can't, it, 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 like, it missed me that the world showcase doesn't open at the same time in the morning as the rest of the park. <laughs> I hate like, like, it's like when you, you hate go, that little rope with the. It will open at eleven a.m. flying it, on it, it. Well, it's like IKEA again, where you can go in the shop, but you can't pay for anything for like two hours. Browsing only. Yeah, but yeah. they're not even going to let you browse World Showcase. They'll let you go to the bakery in France. Yeah, that's or, about it. Or you can, yeah, but that, but you can, you can come in through International Gateway as well. Yeah, you can be all sneaky that way. But yeah, that that's um. So what what does? I, for me, I'm still even though it's you know very broken up at the moment. I'm still a future world kind of a person. Really? Uh, well, yeah, I am. Um, but why World Showcase for you? Because it, it is just that that it's relaxing, isn't it? And and you get to. The thing is, is because you spend all your money on going on holiday to Disney, you don't get to go to any other country. That's very true. So, it's our only way to experience other cultures. Yeah, that's it. But no, it it it. I like food, right? Yeah, food's so, good. So if you like food, well, showcase. You get all the foods from everywhere, and yeah, it's cool. I I think it's a lot more. You get a lot more interaction with cast members, yes. Because you do. it's not about characters. You've got all the cast members from all the different countries, and and you know you go into Japan, for example, and the 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 Japanese culture just shines through in all of the cast members in Japan. Yeah. You know, and and it's the same in the other pavilions, right? Um, but I think that's that's super cool. That's something you don't get anywhere else. I tell you what's really cool about World Showcase, and it's unique to World Showcase, is that it is an aspect of Disney Imagineering that you don't see anywhere else. Because instead of having like complete free reign to create whatever they want, 
they're having to replicate things. And so whereas the idea of a replicated version of the UK or a replicated version of Mexico could be really bad and poorly done, it's all done so well. But I like what they're doing more now, and uh, and I hope they do more of it, is tying the countries in with like the movie stuff. So I know you've got that bit of Alice in Wonderland in the UK where they're bringing in Mary Poppins. So to have that physically there, the street and stuff, that'll be cool. And they need to bring Coco to Mexico. Yeah, properly. Properly. I I love Three Caballeros, but um, I think it's had its day. And I think that would be a welcome replacement. And I think... If Disney, if Disney announced tomorrow that they were going to do that, I think they would get a really, really good reception to that. Yeah, because actually that, that's one of the very few like old Disney things that mm-hmm. I'm quite happy to see the back of. Yeah. Um, and th- that ride is a little bit poop. But Yeah, it, but you still love it and you still go on it. Multiple at least, times. At least two or three times a trip. Yeah, because when you go through Mexico, you've, well, you've got to do it. You'll, you'll walk into, into the, the pyramid and nine times out of ten, there's no one in the queue. Yeah, it's nice. And you just got to get on it. And... I love me a water ride. Yeah, a water ride's good. I love it. You love the smell. Yeah. But yeah, they need to do something because it's just, it's just you know, the odd screen here and there and a little bit of small world. Mm. It does it does have a, a, a sort of temporary feel to it. Like they just kind of went... Because before it was more about the history of Mexico in the way that Maelstrom was like about the history of Norway. Yeah. Um, and, and they just kind of like slapped a bit of uh, Donald Duck on it almost as a kind of sticking plaster like they were maybe just going to have it that way for a short time but it, it has stuck around for quite a while but I don't definitely know if they, do a change I don't know if they can do oh, but will they make it Coco because was Coco successful enough as Frozen was in relation to Norway so it was worth I mean, no, ripping it... out Maelstrom and putting in Frozen because of how massive Frozen was I don't think Coco really yeah but I wouldn't hit... have said that Ratatouille was like that massive and it works great for france yeah well it will it will work great i know this because i've ridden the one in paris yeah i think it would be good um okay so uh i'm gonna ask you a question with the exception of the seas with nemo and friends and also with the exception of journey into imagination yeah okay which future world attraction yeah. is in mo- most need of an update uh, and the reason I said with those exceptions is because everybody knows those two are both due a major overhaul and so we're not playing with those two we're just talking everything but that well you've only got like Mission Space mm-hmm. obviously Space Perth is getting its update so yeah um, Test Track which has recently been updated anyway um, you're living with the land and you've got Soarin. Mm-hmm. Soarin's had its new... I think the Soarin screen needs to get some kind of update. Yeah. And it needs to be like... like They need to 4K that thing. And when I say 4K, 4K is not even big enough for that screen. It needs to be as many Ks as you can get mm-hmm. on that screen. And it needs to go like over the top and beneath you. Like Flight of Passage. And I don't want to see any old lady feet either. They need to do something to stop the old lady feet. Because I don't like it. Keep your flip flops on. I think that you're gonna just change it into a completely different ride if you uh, get rid of the feet. Oh, I, oh. I know. Just keep your home. shoes on, or just give them ask, like like slip covers or something. Just ask to sit in the top row. I don't want to see a skanky <laughs> foot. Um, I don't know. I, I I think 
I don't know. You just reminded me. Do you remember when we rode on Soarin' this year and there was that um, couple next to me with like one of their, I think it was the guy's grandma, yeah. sat in between them and they thought that she was going to be really scared on Soarin' and she insisted she wasn't going to be scared and then we went up and she just kept swearing the whole time. Yeah. Do you remember that? That's quite funny. It was hilarious. She was really sweary. It's a good job there were no small children in our row. I think... I think um... Isn't that all the rides, though? Are there any left out of what I've just said? Uh, so yeah, I guess the the ones that they've either the ones that aren't being refitted now or imminently have only fairly recently had a refit. I think the only thing that could be updated would be like living with the land, but I don't know how that would be updated because it it yeah. You just I think I think in in most need of an update is probably de- definitely living with land. I think I, I I wouldn't be adverse to having a bit of an expansion. Yeah, I think it should have an expansion, um, and I think the, the thing is, it doesn't look very scientific. Uh huh. Like like even where the fish are kept, and I don't know how unless you put freaking laser beams on their head. <laughs> like, I don't know how you make like fish look high tech, um, but. You know what I mean? You, you you go through and you've just got those fish tanks for the yeah. aquaponic stuff. And it's cool, but they just look old. And a lot of it looks really It's Not that, like, that, that whole biodome bit, obviously that's cool because it's just stuff growing. It is what it is. Yeah. But I think, yeah, they, they could be stuff that's longer. Um, they could make it longer, expand the ride. Um, have more... If they put more biodomes in and you could go through different climates, see, that would be super cool. That would so, be cool to so, have, yeah, to have different climates rather than that kind of older bit at the start with the rainforest and then the um, the bit with the buff, the bison. Yeah, kind of but thing. do it for real. Yeah, like you know, go go through like an arid desert, go through a luscious mountainous region with lots of green and ma- ma- water, go through a cold like proper like oh like a tundra. T- yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what you're growing in the tundra though. To be honest, um, I don't know. <laughs> um, ice lollies. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but you know, they're trees, aren't they? They've got wood at the bottom. Kind of. Yeah. Ice trees. So, but but they could do that. It's like the Eden Project, you know? But they could do it like Animal Kingdom, where you've got like Africa, Asia, blah, blah. They could do different continents mm-hmm. through different biospheres. They, in fact, they could make every continent. Each biosphere is a continent. Yeah, I like the sound and of And just pick, pick stuff that is very reminiscent of that continent. Mm-hmm. So you can you can see Australia, you can see Africa, you can see the Americas, you can see that that'd be super cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. I like your answer. I don't have an alternative actually. I, uh, I completely that's agree it. with I you. I just said. imagined the crap out of that. That's you what did. you do. You need to have a all the biodomes for all the continents. Cool. Well, on on the subject of updating attractions in Future World, obviously you said that, that um Space Perth is getting uh, an update soon still no date on when that's going to happen all i know is it's going to be shut down for a long time and i think it's probably going to shut down before we get back there in august which is a bit of a shame but um that's what it is but what do you think is there any word on who's doing the voice yet no <sighs> what do you think will be in the updated section so from what i hear everything up until the bit with the printing press uh, not the printing press the newspaper and the little paper boy waving the newspaper up to that point is staying the same and then it's going to change so we're going to lose things like 
the moon landing bit, the kind of giant computer with the very cool-looking computer scientist well, you've got lady. A, they'll, have, they'll have either something about the space station or journeying to Mars. Why? It's or, Spaceship or... Earth. It's about Earth. I, they won't have space travel in it. That, uh, I, there's been an update in the 90s. If they wanted to put space travel in it, they would have done it when space travel was really hot in the 90s. But it's they did, about Earth. They did and, the and launch. About it, but if they had the, the launch in there, that's going to the moon. So mm. that, that just, your logic goes out the window. It, I don't, it's I about, I don't it's think a, that'll be in there. All right. Well, I think it will. So that's one. You ask my opinion. It's my opinion. <laughs> I think they'll do something about that. Um, I think that there'll be something about smartphones and devices and the internet and the, definitely like something four, more about G, the internet more about G. how how we communicate um social media video and i social think social media. media will be on there yeah i think um yeah definitely social media i'm not sure what I else think electric vehicles oh yeah definitely so yeah greener technology so electric vehicles um i mean they didn't even touch on old technologies such as solar power and stuff really but but i think like things like the um the harley davidson live wire oh you've been listening see, to electric see, we can get harley davidson into this yeah so, <laughs> but you know electric vehicles um i think that'll be in there but definitely smartphones definitely internet definitely electric vehicles i think like mega space travel even i don't know maybe how we like consume media differently now with like on-demand television or uh you know podcasts even that kind of thing you maybe. know the bit that that at the end where it shows like the earth and then you just have all like the starlight stuff going oh on. right at the top and then yeah. you start going down yeah i think what they should do is do like the hubble deep field so rather than like an introspective mm-hmm. onto the earth it's looking out from the Earth at this massive, you know, all the galaxies and all the universe thing. So like the Hubble deep field um, imagery projected somehow, or they've got, they've got to upscale it, upres it, so digitise it, it, whatever. It's interesting to, to be think cool. what will be at the very top. Uh, I really don't know, and I'm really interested to see. I, I presume they're going to... He-Man holding his sword aloft. No, Disney don't own that IP. No, they shouldn't. Um, That's another one. And they're probably going to change up that whole video thing on the way down. That's very kind of dated I now. Don't think as fun I, as it is. I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they'll have a video on the way down. No video at all? I don't think so. I don't... Because... No, I don't think so. I think they'll they'll do something. Um, obviously. I, I, remember, I remember when... I was little and I went on it and that section was like loads of old style TV screens. You know when TV screens used to be kind of slightly curved? CRT. Yeah. And uh, it had this song called Tomorrow's Child, which is wonderful and classic. And deeper. equally slightly irritating when you've heard it a lot. Yeah. Um, and it just has weird silhouettes of kids just running and... And playing, and it just—I just remember as a kid, it got boring really, really quick. I don't think <laughs> I don't think the ride vehicles will have screens in. Well, they didn't then. No, I don't think they will. I think that, yeah, I think that that it's it doesn't it won't add anything, and I think if they're going to change the whole thing up, mm. I think yeah, I don't think they'll have touch screens in. Uh, next question. But I might be wrong. 
which of these now extinct Epcot attractions would you like to see come back? Now, I had to pick ones that have become extinct within your time of visiting. Oh, not Body Works. So not Body Works, no. Because I wanted to be like Dennis Quaid and like get shrunk down and then like marry okay, Meg Ryan. Right, let's open it up then. Let's open it up. Of any extinct I don't want to marry Meg Ryan now. I'd have married Meg Ryan then. Uh-huh. But she's got well weird now. She's not weird. She, ever she's since, intense. Ever since she's she was on intense. like Parkinson. But do you know what? That that interview came on the radio today, like a little portion of it, and I had to turn the radio off. Yeah, it's really Because it bad. is really super awkward. But that's when she got weird. Um, But back then, she was cool. Anyway, yeah, okay. So I was going to say... No, I'm going to hold you to my original questioning, actually. Because right. obviously you said body works if it's anyone. Um, but out of Maelstrom, Universe of Energy, and the original version of Soaring, which would you bring back? Uh, right. I liked Maelstrom because that dude on the oil rig looked like... Um, Benny from ABBA. Oh, the guy with the flowing ginger hair and the beard. Yeah. I love that. And the best bit of Maelstrom was the bit on the way out where you go through like the dock. You always were completely in love with the exit of that ride. I just wanted to sit down. There was like a bench outside one of the... Because it's like a little fishing village bit. Yeah, And I love the whole inside-outside thing. So I love like the the market in in Mexico. Yeah. So like it feels like you're outside, but you're not. Yeah. Um. And that's what I loved about that bit of Maelstrom, because I just wanted to kind of just sit there and just chill out. Yeah, it was really It was really a nice, nice night time. You had the river running through the, the, the village. Yeah. That was awesome. Like, if, I, if, I, if I was minted, if I, got, if I won the lottery, I would just do a whole indoor-outdoor thing. I'd buy a massive warehouse. It would just look like a normal supermarket warehouse thing on a trading estate. Mm. But I'd build inside. I'd build my whole village. I know you would, and I I would approve of that, and we would build that together. There's that. Um, do you remember you'd, that? You'd have different parts of it though. You could like walk through, and you could be in one country at night time in one place, uh-huh. and another country at uh, daytime in another place, and it's permanently different types of day, different atmospheres in all these different places. It's amazing. It would mess with your body clock, like, well, because I wouldn't go outside. I'd never leave. No, I know. Uh, I'd never get you out there. So it would mess with your body clock completely. But you could go. Oh, I just want to go and hang out by a river at night in Norway now. Do you remember that I think the video came out around a year ago or so that there's that guy in California who has a massive basement and he's recreated parts of Fantasyland from Disneyland that, in that his basement. That is amazing. Adam the went there. Yeah, it is. It's on Adam the channel. Unbelievable. I think it's on Adam the channel. It's on a, a couple of other people have made videos about it, but this guy has literally just with his own money, and it's not like he just had a load of money to spend on it. He's just bit by bit. But super, super detailed. It's small scale. Put his heart and soul into it, and he has recreated tiny, tiny details. And whilst it doesn't, obviously, it's just in a basement, so it doesn't follow the exact kind of plan of Fantasyland. But he's taken certain corners and areas and completely replicated them from scratch all by himself it in his basement good. it's stunning it, it, yeah i will uh i'll try and find some way of sharing that with you I, if i can find notes um on where to find it i'll put put it in the notes of this podcast um but yeah i would um obviously i would bring back horizons but i'm i'm gonna discount that because that's just well, too I, ridiculous I forgot what obvious. the options were um, Maelstrom, Universe of Energy, and Original Soarin. Oh, you didn't actually say one of them, did you? I thought you were going to say Maelstrom. Uh, yeah, I will because, um, like, it took too long to seat people on Universe of Energy and those massive cars. 
Although, those were the best ride vehicles ever. They were huge. Yeah, I mean, like, mental. If you saw those out of context, yeah. like, if you, imagine <laughs> if you were like waiting at a bus stop and one of those pulled up. <laughs> Insane. I mean, they were awesome. But I, if they had those in Rise of the Resistance, that queue would go down really quick. Yeah, they, they are mental. I'd love to see what they've done with those. Because yeah. they were super cool. Yeah, it'd be interesting but, to see. Like listening to like was it Bill Nye the science guy and Ellen the gen- yeah oh yeah just in my head in. I, yeah I don't want to do that to right. definitely Maelstrom yeah yeah um, well what was the other one they original Soarin right they should they should have both options of Soarin on different screens or different queues yeah or or just mix them up a bit like they do on Star Tours well they 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 did bring back because original Soarin is basically Soarin over California. Yeah. They brought that back to California I for love a short time. I, this I year. love the smell over the water and the white the white water rapids, and the oranges just smell amazing. The orange smell was lovely. Yeah, I, I miss the smell. I actually I prefer the music and the the whole thing of the original one to the new one. The new one's great. I love it and I love the smells and it's all fab. I prefer the smells of the old one. The, the smells of the white the water, going over the white water and stuff and the pine smell. Mm-hmm. And then, because it was so fresh and clean, it mm-hmm. felt like mountain air. And then... Um, and the soundtrack the, is, the is orange epic. Yeah. Absolutely epic. I, um, I have always said, if I was getting married now, I would walk down the aisle to the original Soarin' soundtrack. No, I'd want, 100%. I'd want, I'd want that guy from Country Bear Jam Breeze. Like, doom, doom, doom. You wouldn't be marrying me if that was the case. That'd be funny. Though. Um, so <laughs> I have discounted myself from saying Horizons because it's too obvious and it's ridiculous. So, without that option, I would bring back World of Motion, which is what used to be inside what is now Test Track, and it was an Omnimover, uh, slow dark ride about the history of transport. And that sounds really boring when I say it out loud, but it was just classic Disney and it was full of uh, animatronics, animals and humans and it had humour in it and it was just classic, classic Disney. And so I would love to see that back. You would have loved it. I, I guarantee be, you would have loved it. I want to be Dennis Quaid. What, what? What? I want to be Dennis Quaid. Why do you want to be Dennis Quaid? Oh, Body Works. Okay. Right. Anyway. Um... That movie, I, I think when I was young, I had like a video birthday party or something when that came out uh-huh. was it Inner Space wasn't it yeah yeah and I think I had that movie it's a really good movie I like Inner Space except I never liked the cowboy I never got the cowboy in that movie I because I, he, he wasn't a cowboy obviously but like he wasn't like a master criminal anyway. I don't remember much about it I, I feel like it's a movie I've seen in pieces and never in one go right. okay I have two questions left yeah which of the three festivals that we haven't done, would you like to do? So we've done Food and Wine Festival twice, but we still have not done Festival of the Holidays, uh, Festival of the International Festival of the Arts, and Flower and Garden. Which would you like to do most out of those three? Well, you've got to do Christmas, haven't you? International Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. Yeah? Well... Not well, Flower I... and Garden, Mr. I got myself an allotment this year because I'm an old man. It's not because I'm an old man. It's because I get to like get away from you for hours at a time. <laughs> it's, it's 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 escapism. I'm not growing anything there. I just oh go really? And, I just go and hang out. What's all that in the greenhouse? Cook a sausage sandwich. Yeah, it's very true. Have a cigar. So, yeah, I, I would. What are we talking about? Which of the three festivals that you haven't yeah. done would you like to do so the most? I'd like to do Flower and Garden because it's very similar to Food and Wine, and you just get all the foods and all the drinks still. It's still all the foods and all the drinks at the other ones too. Yeah, I know. But I think I think 
I think I think Christmas first because I've not done a Christmas although I've done like about seven Christmases in Disneyland Paris mm-hmm. um, I've not done a Christmas in Disney World yeah and I really want to see Magic Kingdom at Christmas but I think yeah I'd, I'd rather do I'd, out of all the festivals I'd like to go to Epcot for Christmas yeah I, I, I mean I, I'm feeling it more now obviously because it is December but I really, really want to go to Florida in December and um, thankfully Kai will be done with school in 18 months or so and we will no longer be kind of held to those school holidays in quite the same way. So our opportunity isn't that far away. I just, I really, really, like you, want to see Magic Kingdom at Christmas. But you know, I, I really want to go to, like, as much as I I moan about it, mm-hmm. and I, I moan about it a lot. Uh-huh. But I do want to go to Paris at Christmas again. Yeah, like, I, I still I'd would. Go back. If I could go wrong. next week to to Disneyland Paris, I'd go. I would too. Um, I'd, yeah, I, I I love Disneyland Paris. Like it, late afternoon, it's dark, it's cold. I love like, music playing, the snow coming out on Main Street, and just to hang out there, just to grab a seat and just hang out. And yeah, I love that. And and then all the other stuff. Because it, it, you know, you don't need to worry about it. You don't need to worry about you know the rides not working and yeah. bad service and stuff falling apart. You can just sit in mainstream, <laughs> just with the, the Christmas music playing, with a nice hot chocolate or coffee or a nice like bun or something. Yeah, and just hang out. And that's what I want to do. I want to hang out in Main Street in Disneyland Paris next week. Yeah, if, it'd be if, lovely. If, if if Disneyland Paris are listening, and they want to send us, and they want to send me, yeah, then there it is. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, totally. I'll do a little little vlog. Um, I I think, I mean, I want to do all three of these. You know, that's like goals. We will tick all three off at some stage. You know, we've got years and years of Disney holidays to come, especially now with DBC. So we will have the opportunity to visit all of them. But I think top of my list would be, uh, yeah, festival holidays, just because it's Christmas and it's lovely and it's a whole side of Disney in Florida that we just haven't experienced yet. I still. I'm, Epcot's not the best part for Christmas, so. Do you know what? I keep seeing people say that Hollywood Studios is the best park at Christmas. And I kind of understand that kind of vintage Hollywood, swing music, lots of lights, lots of decorations. I, I get that vibe. I think it would be very, very cool. But it's just... Oh, I'm, I'm just not... I'm just not a fan of Hollywood Studios at the moment. I'm not. It's just not vibing with well, me. Well, you've been saying that for years, and then now you've got Galaxy's Edge, and you're still saying that. But do you know what? I almost see Galaxy's Edge as a different park. It's like a park in a park. So I, I would go to Hollywood Studios to go to Galaxy's Edge, but because it is so, because it is a separate world that's segregated from the rest of the park, but it's very specific. You feel like you are in a isolated park. Mm-hmm. And when you come out of Galaxy's Edge into Hollywood Studios, right? So, but Hollywood Studios itself, I'm just yeah. I like I like it. I just think that there's been so a lot of the stuff that I really like just isn't there anymore, and they're taking so long to get stuff sorted, and and I, I want to see a plan for what's happening, like with, like a docking bay and stuff. You know, you've got Galaxy's Edge now, they need, and and like you know they, we don't need. Uh- Launch bay. Launch bay, rather. You don't need all the Star Wars stuff taking over the studios now, and that that should have gone. Yeah. Like the 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 day Galaxy's Edge opened, 
the next day they should have introduced new shows new characters new displays new whatever you don't need the the the, the star wars show you don't need the launch star wars is like in all these different little pockets around yeah. the park i mean i love star wars but i think i think it's too much in the park now so galaxy's edge is brilliant let that be star wars but there should be other stuff going on it's take, I miss the great movie ride. I really do. I think that they should have kept it and they should have just updated the movies with current movies and they could update it with new movies every year, every few years. Yeah, and they could have just put the, the runaway and railroad like, thing like somewhere how else. How long does they? it take to put in this Mickey's runaway? I, I'm sure it's going to be awesome, but it's taken too long. Yeah, they still haven't given a date, but they did release a new poster advertising it, I think, this week. And it still just says spring 2020, so still no date. I just but, think, uh, it'll I think be there's, there's been so many rumours about like what's happening with Tower of Terror and then what's happening with Aerosmith um, and then you know what's happening with Indiana Jones. Okay, um, we need to back up because this is going to be a whole other podcast episode. It's a different park, yeah. Different park. So for our final question then, uh, as you know, two more questions. Go on. Thinking about it. Um, back to Epcot. Which attraction should stay forever what's the one thing you cannot get rid of it's always going to be Spacey Perth isn't it I mean that's that's iconically Epcot yeah it, well no I agree it, it is Spacey Perth but I have one additional thing what okay it's basically like saying two to two attractions so I'm kind of cheating on my own question here but the one thing they can never ever get rid of and this counts because it goes in the park and that's the monorail that's not an attraction. It to me, that's an attraction. Well, no, because it could, no. Yep. I don't agree with you. But spatial buff, definitely never get rid of spatial buff. Update it, change it, keep it relevant, but never ever ever get rid of it. No, because it's like like that that the imagery of spatial buff, the golf ball, mm-hmm. the one calls, is that is iconic. But like, cha- don't even change it. Like, always keep it about that history of humankind and and technological advancement. Never change what's inside it. Like, you could take everything out and put a completely different theme of ride in there, but no, keep it about human technology and science and that kind of thing, progression. I think the whole thing needs to be changed at some point. I think I think that the, the ride system is is old. They can do that when I die. And I think the, um, like, I know they're only replacing, like, the latter parts of it, but, like, all the animatronics in the early part of it are pretty poor now. Mm-hmm. And the lighting, the lighting is actually quite poor. And it's got to be dark to keep the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But they could like spot, like they could, they could better light some of the characters. And yeah, it's the right pain when you're trying to film a vlog sometimes. <laughs> no, but I mean, forget about that. It, it's just, it, it, the, the, yeah, it could be slightly better lit. But I think it's deliberately lit poorly to not show, like the flaws in the animatronics. Y- yeah, and the scene. So I, th- I think that all of that could be better. I think when you when you when you compare it to like um, like Navi River Journey, for example, where everything is like bam HD, it's amazing, and even on the Frozen ride, it's like. Is really that crisp. not helped by the fact that everything is neon? Yeah, but but even on even on any of the the newer attractions, it's all really sharp and clear. Like on Spaceship Perth, like. You feel like it was made by the Phoenicians, you know. It's like it's like <laughs> it's so. You, 
yeah, it just feels old through those bits. The animatronics are old. It just feels really dated. And that's that's great from a nostalgia point of view, but actually, like, if you think about it, if you were a kid now, right, and you've just, your first rides have been, like, Frozen, Navi River Journey, um, I don't know, whatever, Rise of the Resistance imminently, and then you go on Spaceship Earth, you're going to be like, what? What is this? Yes, but we said that Epcot should be a park for adults and not for kids, so that. But uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, so I think I think they need to do something to, like, 4K it up. You know. I know. Well, hopefully, whatever they bring with the changes to that one, will. What be, be the other uh, back enough. half? What? And that's what I don't get. Is is are they going to just use no, I think, crap I think, animatronics in the, no, <laughs> the refit I think, stuff? I think everything is getting an overhaul. But certain scenes are being completely changed. So, you know, and we don't know the full extent of what they're going to do with it. And that will, you know, remain to be seen until it reopens whenever that happens. I want to buy one of Ellen's car. I can't stop thinking about it now. <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about it. I need to buy one of those Do you think they're selling them down the Cass Connection store? I don't even know how you'd get them out of there. They're so big. Like you couldn't even get them on a truck. They must have been, like, built in situ. Yeah. I want one so badly. Yeah, we don't have the space. Um, final question. Yep. Um, so with all of the changes that are coming, all the new stuff, um, what is going to be the thing you're most looking forward to seeing at Epcot in the future? I mean, to refresh your memory, because I know you're not going to remember them all, you've got the likes of uh, Ratatouille going into Paris, nah. whatever Mary Poppins thing is going into the UK. You've got this Moana Journey of Water attraction which we don't even know if it's a ride or a walkthrough or a show or whatever i, d- I don't know um what else have we got you obviously they need got to do a walkthrough like that one that's in universe universal studios because i love that walkthrough what walkthrough the one where they do the thing with the water where it comes around like a big water tunnel um, oh the um i can't remember then is it I want to Poseidon. Say Poseidon. Yeah, that, it's Poseidon. That is amazing. I love that. That was very cool. But they're not going to do that. Well, I still love well, they it. Might, they might incorporate the, the, the kind of technology. Cool. It did feel very cool. Um, do you remember that stupid Jack Black thing? Not Jack Black. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> not Jack Black. Um, uh, Jack Sparrow, the um, parts of the Caribbean thing. In, in, in the studios. We're taking it back to the studios. Put a pin in it. Say so what we'll talk about the next time. Talk about the next time. Um, the, you've got the changes to the play pavilion. Um, well, I'd say play, it's going to be the play pavilion, which is the Wonders of Life pavilion. No, um, and then you've got the, the Guardians, the Guardians well, ride, right. and you've got yeah, the space restaurant opening. It's, in it's going to be the Guardians ride because like a new ride is always cool. Yes, and and hopefully that ride is going to be a bit more because Disney need to up their ride game in order to like compete with Universal. In terms of thrill rides, you mean? Y- yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, even partial th- thrill. Because I know they've got, you know, um, well, Ep- Tron Epcot, coming. Epcot, I mean, I guess, yeah. Epcot, I, I was going to say, Epcot doesn't have thrill rides, but it has Mission Space and it has Test Tracks. That's a complete lie. But Test Track isn't a thrill ride. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. You're in a car just taking a nice left-hand bend at 67 miles an hour. It's still like, a thrill ride. We do that every day. Yeah, I know, but it's still a thrill ride. No, I don't think it's a thrill ride. You don't no, it's not a thrill ride. But Disney needs to 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 do more with the the ride situation. Yeah. Um cuz you know, Pandora amazing, smashed it, yeah. but it isn't a thrill ride. It's not a physical ride. 
Mm, no, no, it's it's a, it's a simulator. It's, it's a, it, yeah, it's an ex- the, the best experiential thing you can get, pretty much. But yeah. it's not a thrill ride. So Tower of Terror is a thrill ride. Aerosmith's a thrill ride. Uh huh. Right. Um, but yeah, they need to do that. So I'm looking forward to that. But I'm looking forward to the space restaurant. I'm looking forward to how that. You know, I'm looking forward to because, that because 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 Epcot is the park of food is the park of restaurants. Yes. Like if you're on dining plan, like I can tell you now, you'll probably use three quarters of your credits in Epcot. Yeah, we have eaten in... Let's think about this. We've eaten in Mexico, China, uh, Japan. Hang on. Does, UK. Do, 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 do quick service ones count? No. No, all right, so not Japan then. UK, France... Italy, Germany, Canada. That's eight yeah. of the countries. We have eaten in most of the countries. I want to eat in Morocco, countries. but you just keep not letting me. I, I'll eat in Morocco. I just don't think Kai would like to. He will. Um, but anyway, yeah. I. So you, your answer to this question is Guardians. Yeah. The Guardians coaster. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I, that and and the space restaurant, but I guess well, will right. we uh, next year we're not going to have a table service dining plan. We're just going to pay for a few meals. Will that be one of them? Possibly. I mean, at this rate, we might just go like, buy a full dining plan. I don't know yet. We still haven't decided. No. And update: we still don't have the first two nights of accommodation sorted. We're just not going to think about it until the new year. I think. Oh, no. it's it's easy though. We'll figure it out. It's no big deal. Um, loads of space. So, yeah, I, me too. I, I have to say Guardians because I'm a big Guardians of the Galaxy nerd um, and it's probably my favourite Marvel movie. Um, and I just Not can't Ant-Man wait. Not Ant-Man and the Wasp? Not Ant-Man and the Wasp, no. Just don't seem to have the same thing for Evangeline Lilly that you do. Anyway, um, for me, to be in the Guardians world and uh, experience that, especially in the, the form of a roller coaster is too exciting for words i can't wait for ragnarok is the best marvel movie oh it's so close to to guard the first guardians movie you can't the, you cannot yeah. beat thor ragnarok yeah that's the best movie they're very similar um so yeah that was that was my answer and that is the end of my questions on epcot it's been fun chatting about Epcot. It's always fun chatting about Epcot because it is our favourite park. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure which one we will go for Hollywood next. Studios now because we've started Possibly. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to. We've got, we've got so <laughs> many things to talk about Hollywood okay. Studios. Well, let's commit it then. So the next time we go into this type of a theme for a podcast, it may not be the next episode. It may be the next episode. Who knows? Anyway, it will be Hollywood Studios so if you guys have any questions you want to ask us about Hollywood Studios, our opinions on things, our recommendations for things. And did you do that Jack Sparrow experience, walk in the room did, thing? Yeah, yeah. And that's all we'll say on the matter for those people that didn't experience it. Because we'll go into that more when we discuss it. But if it. you did, email us and tell us what you thought of it. Yeah, and if, if you've recovered, yeah. If you've recovered, Email us at email at charltonsdodisney.com. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch us in a whole number of different places. You will find us on YouTube at Charltons Do Disney, where you can find vlogs and the like. You'll also find us on 
Twitter where we are at chance do dis dis and you will find us as always well you'll find me on Instagram at Charlton's do Disney come along say hi and uh, just yeah have a chat with me um in the meantime if you haven't uh, subscribed to this podcast please do subscribe if you are in a position to give it a rate and review that would be lovely we always like to have your reviews and uh yeah again tell your friends i know i keep saying it but please please tell your friends uh i think that'll do it for now yeah if, if you can email me with what you think should go in launch bay so yeah, really, that would be really, yeah. I'd like to know what people think should go in Launch Bay because it's a weird part of the park in Hollywood Studios. And I don't see it sticking around. No, it has to go. But yeah. what do you think should go in there? What could replace it? Yeah, I think that's a really, really good question to ask. So yeah, get in touch. And in the meantime, uh, have a great week. We'll catch you on the next one. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.